Hillsong episode three and four of the FX series called Hillsong Secrets. I watched it. John Keith watched it. So you wouldn't have to. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And if I'm honest with you guys, man, this was a doozy. This was tough. This was a tough one to watch. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. Uh, I watched season uh, episode one and two last week, and this week we j- literally just finished watching episodes three and four and we'll tell you the good the bad the ugly of this whole debacle episode three basically picks up where episode two leaves off with going deeper in brian houston's dad's alleged cover-up with regards to all the essay allegations okay and then episode four uh comes back to carl lentz's story and kind of gives us an update where he is now and so we're going to cover most of that but uh john keith what did you think about this entire show man (laughs) yep (laughs) yep man it, it was just so oh man it was like so exhausting yeah it's exhausting you know what i'm saying there's so many thoughts during it is like this is extremely unfortunate and also at the same time is like there's a narrative uh just around certain things with with you know church culture or even carlin's himself and i feel like okay this is kind of just an opportunity to, to take more shots at the church um but it mainly it was just heartbreaking just yeah. man just for the most part it was just like dang mm-hmm. son i mean you know what i'm saying brian houston always seemed kind of schmucky to me but but this is crazy <laughs> you called him schmucky yeah just a little bit schmucky all right so episode three they go deep on his dad's essay coming to find out that there's multiple survivors multiple folks that came out and gave testimony and the way it looks allegedly is that he knew about this stuff and was legally obligated to report it didn't yeah and this is basically the culture of hillsong so when you look at what happened with Linson and nyc mm-hmm. it not, it doesn't shock anybody when you understand the origins of this thing and there was some weird stuff about like the name changing right before they yeah. the dad and then he's like this was way before hillsong but it was the same church it's just a different name yeah. and uh yeah that the entire frank houston sequence was just brutal and i'm curious they say they're gonna put the verdict out in june on if he is going to be guilty of that he could face up to five years in prison for allegedly covering up and and and, and they found out that there was a total of 13 victims or survivors of the dad's essay it just sucks when uh people that confess jesus 
give the world more reasons to throw stones? I think that it seems, based on the documentary, that the entire foundation of this whole thing was not yeah. healthy. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to... Jackie Hill Perry on Instagram said something interesting. She, I think she was talking about this documentary specifically. And she said, it's interesting that the metric that we use for whether something is successful is always numbers. But sometimes numbers can be the counter of whether something is successful. If you're, if you're drawing large crowds, that may not always mean that people are getting plugged in and getting discipled. Yeah. That just because there's ma massive crowds, that may actually mean... The opposite is happening. People are coming yeah. for a great show, a good word of encouragement, a oh, hoorah yeah. in Jesus' name. Oh, absolutely. Yet, they may not actually be leaving transformed, leaving equipped, and being discipled to go deeper and live out the gospel. Yeah, I, I you know, a lot of this just confirmed a lot of my uh, unfortunate feelings about mega churches mm. anyways. You know, mm -hmm. I, I went to uh, one of the biggest churches in San Diego for five six years something like that mm -hmm. um and yeah it was the same thing like i i actually and me i was a kid i was like 17 mm -hmm. and i was going to church leadership and being like there's no discipleship here mm -hmm. like there's and this thing is a mess there's so much you know and mind you it, I, it wasn't done with any uh tact yeah. or like diploma <laughs> diplomacy like it was just I was a zealous kid mm -hmm. who did see a genuine problem mm -hmm. and then probably came off very prideful and, and uh, you know, zealous. But that was another, like, I, I related to a lot of the things yeah. that, that were in that. There was yeah. all kinds of stuff going on. There was museum pastors leaving with other people's wives and there was kids smashing in the, in the you know, ch children's rooms and all. It was mm. all kinds of nonsense. Mm. And I would be like, yeah, this is because there's no discipleship here. Yeah. Like there's tons and tons of I got a I was given a a life group at that church uh after like six months. Mm -hmm. I was 17. They gave you a life group. They gave me a life group. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like yeah. that's kind of the that's kind of yeah. the culture. The culture is like they just mega churches will a lot of times just look for people that are seem super on fire, but it's like, there's so, there's so much, the Bible lays out so much for church leadership yeah. for us to just be willy nilly yeah. frivolous with it. You yeah. know? That's good. That's good. Uh, I, I want to highlight some good things in episode four that I thought were good takeaways. Generally speaking, th this is exhausting. It really is. Watching it was exhausting. I don't know if I would recommend watching it. Like, I, like you're gonna walk away spiritually drained from I, it. Yo, I'm so I'm spiritually drained right now to the point where it's physically affect. Like, yeah. I am, <laughs> I'm exhausted right now. Yeah. So, uh, but before we do that, guys, I gotta show you something pretty interesting. Hey, you want to see something crazy? Over fifty percent of the people who watch this channel are not subscribed, and out of the people that are subscribed, less than ten percent actually have their bell notification on. So do me a solid. Please make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure the bell notification is turned on so you don't miss anything we got going here. All right? Peace. And smash that like button as well. Okay, here are the positive things if I had to point out any. Uh, Lince's wife is the real MVP. I said that last time. Her resilience, uh, her willingness to work through this stuff her vulnerability in terms of even her current issues with church yeah the way this ended 
I thought was uplifting to a certain degree. Yeah. Um, I'm, 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 I'm very, again, people th- think I'm too charitable. I'm optimistic of where Carl is going to go. Yeah, I think Carl is seemingly in a space where he humbled himself. He went and worked a job. He had this one line, and he said, "What did he say? He said the people, the people, the only people that I need in my life." There's only five of them, and they all have my last name. And yeah. I was like, man, that was that was so good. You know, so I'm hopeful for where he's going to end up in all of this. Yeah. I know folks are tripping because he's a transformation, and that's a whole nother can of worms. But I think where he ends up is gonna be is gonna be good if he continues doing the work. And it seems like he's really about the work. And yeah. I think that's good. So that was the part where I was like, okay, um, it seems like he's going to own this recovery process. Mm-hmm. Seems like he's going to own the fact that he's probably going to, ha- you know, engage and apologize to a lot of people. Which is when pastors usually fall or stuff like this happens, they kind of check out, disengage, and don't yeah. always do the work. So I was, I was hopeful about that, and uh, and I didn't think like he, I think it may be interpreted this way, but I don't feel like he like threw all of Hillsong. And Brian Houston, like all the way under the bus, but he owned that, like, yo, this was a culture thing, and that, you know, instead of talking about dealing with lust, like he needed to go and actually understand the physiology of what was going on in his body and his brain because yeah. of the trauma he experienced as a kid. And I thought those aspects of it yeah. were very, very good. Well, one thing that I didn't like is, is you know, Carl obviously had his moral failures and, um. And they were, they were serious, you know. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. But I think that what they try to do because of that is take it and kind of paint him overall as a, you know, everything that he said from the stage was manipulation and he was trying to get. And I I don't think that's the case. I I don't think that at all. I think that I think that Carl loves Jesus and also was a person who um, struggled deeply with lust and and didn't, you know, was not dealing with it. Yeah. And a lot of it is is because, you know, um, don't know how to deal with it. You know, most people don't, uh, even if you take away the um, sexual abuse that he went through as a child, mm-hmm. like just the, the, the things that pornography does yeah. to the human brain is just like. Yeah, it's, it, it's not good. It's just terrible. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not good. And I, I think in watching this, the... <laughs> they they made it through one episode without bringing up the LGTV community being marginalized and abused by the church, yeah. which was episode three, and then episode four, right back to yeah. the agenda uh, of oh, yeah. you know, they just they don't uh, well, you know, they don't mess I'm like, with the, oh yeah. my gosh, man, yeah, can that, you just yeah. just tell the story without showing your entire hand that you think all Christians are bad, yeah, because they don't affirm this. That was one of the things that so I was annoying, like, dude. I, I'm not even. This is, <laughs> bro. It's like you know, like the yo, the Christian stance. The uh, I'm saying Orthodox Christianity holds to Jesus's 
ethics on, or you know, what I'm saying Jesus's yes. uh, way of sexual sexual ethics, yes. and it's like you're not. It's, it's you're not, not gonna change anybody's not, mind, you know bro. Just leave it alone. So that part of the of of the the show was, I would say, ex- ex- extremely annoying. I think this is a good cautionary tale in terms of what to avoid. I think Hillsong. You know, dwindling. They said New York campus is down to 500 people. 500. They lost a lot of the campuses. They took some little shots at the new guy that took over. Yeah, what was his name? They did him. That dude. was funny. That was the guy with the beanie and the curls. They were roasting him. Like, why you come after the way yeah. my man's looks? He's, poor Phil is just trying to fix it. He's like, I just put clothes on. He's just trying to fix it. So they were roasting him. Uh, the uh, additional financial mismanagement that came out that that was pretty. Uh, that just just did icing on top, uh, you know, spending a ton of money on Louis Vuitton stuff and thousands on skateboards, just all that stuff is just Man. yuck, yuck. That's I, how that's how I felt. Like the entire thing was just yuck in terms of watching it back. My concern is that it paints the church too broadly, yeah, and it creates this all institutions. Are like the, all big institutions are like this. All ba- and there's some stuff in there that's that's just flat out wrong. Like if you're at a church and asking you to sign NDAs, I'm bouncing. That's goodbye, not a, goodbye. That's not a good look. Um, there, so there are certain things that are like, yo, this is goofy. We got to do better with this stuff. But there's other stuff like volunteers, uh, like fill in a blank. Um, uh, Go, going in and in, in confessing sin or whatever the things are, right? Yeah. Um, and then that all all instantly being equated to this is conversion therapy and they're trying to do this. And again, it just you they had an axe to grind, I think, with Christianity as a whole. Yeah. And that was unfortunate. Ultimately, I see this genuinely, those folks who watch this, it is so it is so exhausting. It is so dark that I think ultimately it will jolt people if they have issues. Hopefully, to say I don't ever want to end up like Carl Lentz on any level. Yeah, let me go work. Let me go work my junk out. Yeah, let me go work my stuff out. I think that's the potential net positive of this documentary. I think the other side of it is the same way the lady who stopped going to church and so many people left the faith because of this stuff. That's the other side. This is that this is going to paint the church in too broad of a of a stroke. And then people are just going to say, well, yeah. see, I told you so. They're all like this. And then they're going to attach this to the scandals in the Catholic church and all these things. And then anything like that is going to just be lumped in. And it's going to be this hasty generalization fallacy about all Christian churches. Yeah, that that that's I. That's the part that I'm just like, dang, bro. Like, I feel like we're just getting cooked over here because yep. I'm like, ah. Brian never even been to Hillsong Church. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and <laughs> I've been in the church my whole life. And and it's crazy because I was actually I was talking to my my pastor and he shared like a uh a statistic with me that was really unfortunate. I don't remember the numbers, so I'm not gonna give the numbers, but it was just a legitimate statistic um that it's like a really unfortunate percentage of pastors are gonna make it to the end of their life without some kind of scandal. Mm. Like, like it's a, it's like an unfortunately small number. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The majority, the majority is going to catch a L. Um, and it's just, you know, I think a lot of it is, is because of our, uh, we like, we want to ignore the things that the scripture lays out for us, you know, regarding church leadership. Yep. 
And like, man, even right now, like, I feel like, you know, I don't know, man. It's changed so much in my opinion on stuff. Yeah. I think uh, if I, if you had to say, is this, is this a must watch documentary? I would probably say no. Yeah. I would say no, because I think one, the spiritual exhaustion, I think it's just, it's just, it's just a lot. And then two, I would say they did a bait. They did the same bait and switch. And my buddy John McCray had this thought. They did the same bait and switch that they're accusing Hillsong of doing. They try to package this as this like thing that Christians would enjoy. And anyone as a Christian is going to watch this, especially the last episode and all the, all that is yeah. going to be like, bro, you're, they don't get how they they lack the self awareness of how insulting this is to people yeah. that just want to f- follow the Bible. So I would not recommend watching this. I wouldn't yeah. recommend supporting it. Again, we watched it, so you wouldn't have to. And I think that this is ultimately not a net positive in terms no. of the way this is this is packaged together. There's some no. cautionary tale stuff. There's definitely some red flags to look out for. Your church your church ever try to make you sign an NDA? Mm. Run. If your church is not transparent, not with people's salaries, but it, it, generally speaking of how much is coming in and how funds are getting spent, run. Um, yeah. Those are the things that I would be cautious with and signs. But I think uh, the underlying agenda and what they were trying to push and backdoor on this was just not helpful. It was uh, skillfully done. It was well executed. The quality of it was amazing. The parts that were mo- most interesting to me was watching Carl Lentz on the other side of this and his progress of, of, of this whole thing. Um, it was, yeah, it was good to find out Carl Lentz's side of the story. Uh, I would love to see all of that. Fo- like, I think they could have just, they, they could drop that on YouTube, just his interviews, like unedited yeah. interviews and like run the numbers up on those. I think they would crush if they did that. That would really be that 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 that's my final like assessment of it. I don't know if you got a final thing you want to say briefly before we wrap. Yeah, I mean, I also, you know, if you're if if <laughs> man, I, like I said, man, it's just there's so much like uh mega church red flags. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I feel like I genuinely feel like any church where the church and everything is built around this personality that's on stage. Yep. Is just an uh, that's it's a red flag, man. Like it, it's I I I any of that. It's, it goes back yep. to the conversation we had with Ray too. It's like, you know what I'm saying? These dudes are pulling up. If if your pastor is is rocking stuff on stage that's more expensive than your life. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is an L, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And, like and, the, and to be fair, I don't think all mega churches are like this. I think the vast majority of them aren't like this. It's just when they are like this, it's 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 an FX docu series on Hulu. I would I would say maybe maybe the maybe the majority aren't like this. Yeah. Definitely the majority that I've been to, I think, are yeah are like that. Yeah. I don't not, know. Not 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 like that. Not to the extent you're talking of scandal and gross no, no, financial no, 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 mismanagement. No, no. I'm not I'm not saying all of that. Yeah. I'm talking about uh, just in general should not represent what the church is. Okay. Like the, let's, the, let's let's unpack that on the after party. Yeah. Let's unpack that on the after party. Guys, uh do me a favor. If you enjoyed this, destroy that like button. Uh, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you stick around for the after party. If you didn't know, we do a full stream AMA after party every single day. And if you miss those live, they get privated and eventually get turned into clips. But if you want to watch the full replay of this, consider partnering with us for as little as $5 a month to get these after party plays every day. Keep us independent. Never taking a brand deals and making goofy commercials.
like these. Our friends at GenuCell Skincare have exciting news to celebrate in 2023. Using the during my showers after workout has given me much more confidence. And that's where mud water comes in. True Classic has got your pack. All thanks to the sponsor of today's video, SayMine.com. Established titles is your opportunity to earn the title of Laird. Lady. Object credit approval rates range from 7.99% APR to 19.99% APR, included 0.50% auto pay discount. If you don't want us to make ads with brands you don't care about, sign up for our online community for as little as $5 a month to keep us independent and ultimately answering to you as our boss. You get all sorts of benefits like daily replays of our after party streams, exclusive access to our Discord community, and early access to our podcast interviews all starting for only five dollars a month king stream entertainment